on the last episode of Dice Funk. So we got uh, white, red, and blue crystals. You are not going anywhere without me. Which papa is this? Cardinal Stab Daddy. Violet, no! It's too late. It's in my belly. Do you know where I could get a staff? Yeah, you snap a branch off, and you feel like a shooting pain for just a second. Ow! Is there a problem with heading to the Tiger Mountains at this point? Ooh, we're gonna go to the mountains? Wait, wait, wait. I don't think I remembered you mentioning earlier that you were a noble. So Elias is gonna get a new friend. If it would be uh, possible uh, to have the familiar be a magpie. Are you going to give it a name? I suppose the obvious one that he could go with would be just to name it Job. Didn't you find a letter? It was written in Gnome? You talked to your frog friend. Don't you have a comprehend language spell? It was supposed to, it looked like it was going to be the Stranger Things logo, but then what? <laughs> it turned into the Outback Steakhouse logo because the logos are similar. In fairness, that, that does actually sound pretty funny. It's hysterical. Yeah. It would be great if you saw it instead of me narrating it to you <laughs> while barely being able to talk. Did you reblog it? Um, I should. I, I, I just, every time I hear, I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> You're welcome for the secondhand audio-only joke. <laughs> uh, coming up next, I'm going to be doing uh, readings of uh, Garfield without Garfield. <laughs> and then I'll describe a Where's Waldo. <laughs> Maybe we'll find him. No one knows. And and then Austin and I are go going to co-write um, a motion picture adaptation of a Magic Eye book. I'm pretty excited for that one. Me too. It's gonna be magical. Literally. Um. Okay, that is pretty funny. <laughs> I don't know if any of that's staying in. Do you guys want to start? What am I? What? Where? Where am I? And what am I doing? Oh my god. All right. So where last we left the party, Elias was uh, down below deck with Joan doing his magic training. Lavinia was spending time with her dad doing father-daughter bonding activities. Uh, Drop and Violet had gone off to do their own things, and uh, everyone has leveled up. So first, we'll zoom in on Violet. Hi. Hi, who has uh, walked over to the wheel of the Violet one. Mm -hmm. Mildly tipsy? I think it's kind of worn off, Um, Mm -hmm. but you're taking the wheel. Have we talked about this? Do you take take the wheel in your mouth, right? You're not like up on two legs. No, I'm up on two legs. (laughs) Yeah, I was really hoping two legs. I'm sorry, oh, no. but that, that is how I've always ma- imagined it, and therefore it is canon. It's it's really dumb, is the thing? Good! <laughs> oh, okay. I'm just I'm making sure we're all on the same page, because this is a profoundly dumb campaign. I just oh, want to yeah. make sure, we're, okay, that we're all on the same dumb page. We absolutely are. Okay, good. Um, I guess you turned the ship around, because it was facing the Ragged Wood, and you're taking it south to the Tiger Mountains. Elias suggested that and no one disagreed, so I guess that's just what's happening. All right, Violet Violet presses a few buttons and says, let's kick this pig, and then we go. First of all, don't kick any pigs. That's just hurtful and rude. All right. Second of all, there aren't really buttons. This is a regular wooden ship. There are buttons. <laughs> Violet, Violet is pressing something that she thinks are buttons. <laughs> the someone else in the team has like installed plastic buttons not connected to anything just so you can push them and feel good yeah yeah they're like it they're um satisfying to press mm-hmm. cool good campaign <laughs> yeah so while you're doing that um ziggy walks over he has his staff now mm-hmm. um so he, he can talk to you again okay. and he comes over and he says to you well, first, first he comes over and he seems like he's going to like say like, "Hi, hey, sorry about the whole kidnapping you thing, the slavery thing." Like, my my bad. But he seems to be like startled by something, and oh. he like waves his staff over you and says, uh, "Are you aware that you have like six times a lethal dose of poison in your system right now?" I am not. Look, I have I have lots of things inside me. I can't <laughs> keep track of them all. 
Yeah, but you should be hella dead. Actually, he wouldn't say hella. That was Austin. You should be very dead. Well, I'm not because I am a unicorn. So that that is why. Pretty sure. Yeah. So here's the thing about unicorns. Mm-hmm. They're purity incarnate, including oh. their insides, I guess. Uh, Violet, like all unif- unicorns, should be immune to poison. Uh, but you don't know if that was taken from you mm-hmm. when your powers were taken. Mm-hmm. And you t- you ate that weird crystal, yeah. knowing nothing about it, and then drank a, a ludicrous amount of alcohol. Yeah. You should be dead. Right. Out, out of character knowledge here, uh, Violet is still immune to poison. For, for those listening but uh she isn't she isn't sure because she lost a lot of her powers and she's like what's gone <laughs> yeah i uh, so you're now you're a level three barbarian uh that gives yeah. you the choice of either being a like a berserker which mm-hmm. is just like full blood rage full like lust for killing yeah. and then like a nature shaman kind of animal totem hippie barbarian yeah. and obviously leon yeah. There's one that fits Violet best. Can you explain to us which one you picked and why? Oh, I I, I went to to have the ability to have um, frenzy, uh, <laughs> and and that means while raging, when I flip the rage switch, I now have special rage powers beyond my regular rage powers, and it means I can use a bonus action to attack, but then I'm exhausted afterwards, so it's like I shoot my entire wad, um, <laughs> and then I'm like, oh man, that was too much. Yeah, you're exhausted after the frenzy ends, to be clear, not just the one attack. Yeah, so, um, you know, stuff's going to happen. I'm, I, I want to put this into use like as soon as I can, because I just want to see it happen. Um, <laughs> so we'll, we'll have to run into, like, hopefully a sea monster or something so I can use it. What's the character explanation for Violet? Like, is it the longer she stays out of the Feywild, the crazier she goes? <laughs> the the in character explanation? Yeah. Um. Well, she's she's temperamental, like in a general sense. She still, mm-hmm. you know, tries to do good, but she's very temperamental. But the being out of the Feywild and the Prime Material Realm not being what she always suspected it was is starting to wear on her. She's also used to, like, everyone thinking she's great, and now there are people who want to hurt her, and, Mm -hmm. like, more, more, like, immediate danger. She's also weirded out by the fact that she's a sailor, and water has always been important to her, and now the water is trying to drown her. So, like, her entire... She's not only in, like, a new world that is not what she expected, ruining her lifelong dream, but also the thing she loves is trying to choke her to death. So she's just not, she's not handling it well. She's immature. She's not handling it well. And I'm having fun watching her unravel. Yeah. I do like the idea of like a character in a D&D campaign showing actual signs of stress. Yeah. Because I think the game is kind of designed for like, oh, you chop a hundred goblins to death and you're fine with that. It's like very darkest dungeon to be like, oh, there are consequences psychologically to being in a, an adventure situation, yeah. which is fun. I'm doing I'm doing this Cthulhu style like the first, mm-hmm. the, the the crazier shit gets the crazier she is going to get. I like it. I do want to say that like Ziggy examines you with his like detect poison spell and he determines that like if you weren't a unicorn you would be dead because of what you did. All right, then then she says, "Oh, then my poison immunity must still be intact. Sweet to know." Uh or it might be back like the powers you get for unicorn come from your innate unicornness. My unicorniness. Yeah, your unicornosity. Right. Is it possible? Like uh, Ziggy doesn't know, and I don't think you do either. It might be possible to just regain your powers naturally, either over time or by like shaking them loose somehow. You don't know, like maybe the crystal tripped it. Well, well, Violet, Violet does not know. Like basically, um, Generica didn't go into many specifics. She was kind of trying to be crafty that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as I'm saying, it's a mystery right now. But the thing is, like, one of your unicorn powers is back. Is that a, is that a fluke? Is it a harbinger of things to come? You don't know. But the important thing is you are now immune to poison, def, def, definitely. Mm-hmm. Including including alcohol, actually. Like, you try drinking again. Maybe, like, shitty Jeff snuck you a, <laughs> you know, a wineskin or something. And you maybe take a sip from it. And it does nothing. Like, your body is acclimated to it now. Cool. And you're pretty good. Also, I, I bumped you up. This is not for your level up, but I bumped you up a constitution point right. because you survived that, what should have been fatal poisoning. <laughs> um, so not only does that give you better constitution saving throws against future stuff like that, it also gives you an AC uh, because you're a barbarian and that's how barbarians work. Fuck yeah. So you had a good level up. All right. Do you want to move over to drop now? Sure. Uh, when the When the party split up, what did drop go to do? 
I picture I picture Drop spending a lot of time in the crow's nest. Oh, I like it. I like it a lot. Um, he's still not like he he's still not acclimatized to the idea of actually having friends around him that that he can rely on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think he took it pretty rough to that, but within like a hair's breadth, um, their their final confrontation uh, out out in the woods. Um, everybody was was just about to die on him again, and uh, uh, when when something uh, came to him and and pointed out some uh, very specific truths to him that he's still not really sure exactly what to do with. Mm-hmm. So at the at the end of uh, this this last adventure, he's feeling pretty conflicted. He doesn't he doesn't really know what to make of Vinny uh, because she treats him really rather like a friend, but he's he's not sure that she's real. <laughs> and he doesn't he doesn't really know what to make of of what the voice was trying to tell him because the voice was obviously trying to tell him give him some kind of guidance in order to not only survive but also to save his his compatriots. But then at the same time, putting this seed of of of, of weird suspicion and 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 disbelief in the back of his mind, so he's he's not really he's not really completely ready to give his uh, um, his presence to the party yet. So I picture that he he spends uh, on the boat at least he spends quite a lot of time up in the crow's nest, just sort of minding his own business, meditating, thinking about what he ought to do, what these people are to him, what he is to them. It makes sense from a statistical point of view too, because as the highest wisdom party member, you're going to be the only one who has a chance of seeing anything. Mm -hmm. So you definitely want to be the one on lookout. Um, For your third level, Drop as a monk had access to being either a punch monk, a sneaky monk, or a monk who uses your key abilities to do like, like what are essentially spells. A magic monk. Yeah. Can you explain to us which one you chose and why? Uh, I chose Punch Monk. <laughs> uh, the The reason why I chose Punch Monk was because mainly I, I, I sort of feel like uh, it, it would probably complement the party best. Because we have a rogue and we have a bard. And I, I didn't really think that I would get anywhere by being... Uh, sneak monk or magic monk with with those two people on on board it was sort of like congratulations you're now almost as good as either one of them Mm -hmm. but if i chose if i chose way of the open hand i sort of i sort of felt like that this that it it for drops reasoning anyways one of the i think one of the most important things about the monastic tenants that that he learned at, at at the monastery was about fighting the fighting the perception of himself as cursed uh and and sometimes that kind of like comes out physically like he's he's a he's a bit of a fighter but he just doesn't have that much confidence in himself mhm so it makes sense to me that he would try and keep fighting at least anyways and that and that just kind of wraps into me thinking that that it would it would also probably be be better for the party, because while we do have Violet, yeah, Violet is also a uh, horse. <laughs> Violet is very horse. And so far, that has actually that has proved to be a larger limit, I think, in the party than I thought it was going to be. But it's, there's a reason that they aren't in the player's handbook as a core race. <laughs> um i do want to say though uh it's called open hand in the player's book mm-hmm. for monks but you what was the name of your discipline and can you have you given much thought to that like what is exactly like my um the whatchamacallit yeah like what's your order called what do they do uh, the order was called the order of the calm waters that's right <laughs> which is either really ironic or what's the opposite of ironic fitting it's something. It's a literary technique. Uh, was 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 it called that before the waters started being uh, a real danger? Actually, yeah, yeah, that was that was right there in the character history. In the, it, I think it's uh, in the fifth last paragraph. It reads: Not easily calmed, a very anxious and panic-prone drop agreed to travel with Shayathane to her home, the Order of the Calm Waters. Mm-hmm. So, what is there anything that they're about in particular? Are they just kind of uh, like chill dudes? Do they have any like specific rules or concepts unique to them? Um, 
they're sort of, uh, I picture them as being kind of like mind your own business sort of Taoists, you know, in a certain way. Mm-hmm. The, the idea that, uh, you know, inner peace comes from accepting chaos as opposed to attempting to like excise it, uh, recognizing that uh, existence is one of contrasts and that people who believe in peace might at some point in time be forced to fight for it. People, a, a group of people who are willing to em- embrace some of the, the, the paradoxical nature of existence as opposed to try and like write over it, you know, and like with those really shitty erasers that you get in like elementary school that do nothing but like spread your mistake all across the page and you're like no no i got it it's almost gone it it almost it's almost gone you know um yeah. that actually reminds me do you want to stop at your monastery on the way to wherever you guys are going because it's not on the way i'd be fine with that yeah, it's up to. You. I mean, it's Violet's the one at the controls, so it's. It's. I guess at the end of the day, it's up to her. Someone has to. Someone has to suggest it to her because she doesn't like mm-hmm. immediately know where it is. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. It really, would have occurred to drop. All right. Mm-hmm. I would say it makes sense to me that if anyone would approach drop, it'd probably be Kay. He thinks like they're muscle bros, maybe. So he's just like. <laughs> they're what? I we go. I hear we're going to where you you got blasted and chiseled <laughs> i'd be interested in seeing that like is he like is is k actually is is cardinal stab daddy actually approaching me about this then or are you just like hypothesizing here yeah yeah so like one day maybe you come down from the crow's nest to like you know get something maybe go to the bathroom or something and k like walks up to you and he's like i you know i hear tell that we're going near the uh you know the muscle torium <laughs> like it'd be pretty sweet if we could get a get a gander at that what do you think all honesty, there's probably not much left to see. When I first arrived, it was a, a thriving community. And when I left, uh, there was one other person. So I don't even know if she's still there. So nah, then? Not about that life? I I think I've left it behind. I, I, I don't know. Can I get a clarification on something? Is K like spelled K A Y, or is he like a character from a Franz Kafka novel? His name is Keenan, K E E N A N, and he goes by K for short, which I mean most people just say out loud. But uh, the way I spell it in my notes is literally just the letter K. Oh, so is it a reference to the castle? Uh, nope. <laughs> it's literally just the a, sh- a way to shorten the name Keenan. I'm just being a dick. Uh-oh. I know. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> Trying to trying to bring a little culture to the proceedings. Yeah, um, that's good. <laughs> I guess we're not going to the monastery then. That's fine. I'm just asking. We could, I uh, you know, like I, I just don't think that drops. You know, he doesn't really see it so much as his home, which is fine. Um, if I mean, if you don't, I, I assume Violet wouldn't think of it herself. No, she doesn't know. Yeah. Yeah. So if drops not mentioning it, and K takes that as an answer, then he wouldn't mention it. So that's fine. Okie dokie. I do want to have one scene, though, where after Lavinia finishes painting Violet 1 on the side of the Violet 1, mm-hmm. she goes, I guess she goes and tells Violet. Okay, Vinny's going to approach Violet covered in paint. Hey, Violet! Yeah? You should come look at what I did. I got you a present. I will. We're like, we're like at sea right now, <laughs> right? Or, or is this like before? No, this is at sea. Okay. How are you painting? <laughs> like like the if you outside had, of if it if you had listened you would have known i i guess that's true <laughs> stab daddy held me over by my feet uh, and i painted upside down that that is i okay violet goes over and uh she says wow it looks like you painted that upside down while someone <laughs> held you by your feet oh you don't like it no i do like it i appreciate the it effort sounds like you didn't like it no i totally do it's very very nice now it's official. It's also magic paint, so <laughs> it moves like a gif. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> that is the best. Do you wanna do you wanna say that again, Austin? It moves like a what? <laughs> no, we're not doing like this. A, like a what? We're, we're not doing this well. Stop. You heard me. It moves because it's mad. I'm sorry, I just I like I just wanted to check and see if I heard <sighs> right there, that's all. It moves like a zoetrope. I love zoetropes. Violet is genuinely like happy to see it. 
if that was not clear. I don't know. Okay. And while you guys are talking, uh, Kay comes back up from below deck where he got the gnome letter mm-hmm. from Elias, and he brings it to Vinny because uh, Vinny was reminded last episode that Comprehend Languages works on written languages as well. So Vinny's going to cast that as a ritual. Mm-hmm. So everyone has to stand there and watch you strum for 10 minutes. Yes. Cool. Strum, strum, strum. Okay, it works now. What does it say? You read the message that was written in Gnome, and it says a bunch of things. It's actually like kind of like orders from someone in Glitter Gold to the team that you found murdered in the Ragged Wood. I'm not going to read all of it to you because, you know, it's a couple pages, and it's like a lot of it's in jargon, and there's like uh, yeah. abbreviations and stuff. It's like business language. But the important points are that the team that was sent was told to hire local trackers to get them to the site. If they saw the black hearts, they were to kill them on site. They were to grab as much of the target as possible. Specifically, to leave the crystals behind and just get what they came for. Mm. Oh. And that they were out of time. That there was like, no, don't worry about subtlety or stealth. Just grab as much as you can carry and leave. Because with their current projections for the water rising, there's no more time to like sell tickets and get anyone else out. Like we just need to convert the last couple ships and then we're leaving. Oh shit. Damn it. I just spilled coffee all over everything. <laughs> I'm sorry. So now you guys have read that note. Except for me. I missed that. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, I was spilling coffee all over everything. The, the, gnome, the gnomes grabbed a bunch of, uh, they wanted to grab a bunch of crystals. No, no, no. They left the crystals. It's wait, wait, sp- who grabbed Wait, who, but but they couldn't they couldn't get everything because they had to just kind of fuck off because the they said grab coming. the target but leave the crystals. I oh, grab the I'm sorry, grab the target. Sorry. So the crystals clearly aren't what we're looking for. Right. Well, I ate one, so they couldn't have grabbed them. <laughs> okay. That's not what are you, Leon? Are you drunk? <laughs> <laughs> you took a bite out of a shard of crystal. That has no bearing on the fact there's a ton of crystals over there. Look, let's just say that we're both right. Oh my god! <laughs> I don't know what we're talking about. I don't either. I don't. I don't understand what's happening in the world. I'm just kind of wigging it. Yeah, always. Do you need me to explain it again? Or are you just gonna not, never listen? No, no. I, I I understand. Okay. They they had they had they had to get had to get the target, and then they had to kind of fuck off because the water is rising and everything is going to die. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll just pretend like I know what's going on then. <laughs> you weren't in the conversation anyway, because it's just me, Violet, and Stab Daddy, right? I guess, I mean, Drop can see you guys gathering, and he can come down if he wants to. Drop shrugs his shoulders <laughs> and eyes the horizon mournfully. <laughs> so mournful. Wow, it is really crucial that Elias operates within this party, because otherwise y'all are fucking toast. You know that, right? <laughs> yeah, I don't really know what to do here, because Vinny's first thing to do would be to go tell Elias. I told Skits that you're going to have to be, like, the smart one of the party, because everyone else is going to be, got to be dumb or un- uninterested, so. I mean, in character and out. Right. Uh, hey. <laughs> on, in, uh, on the uninterested front. <laughs> no, for for listeners, uh, Skitch had a power problem, so he's not here, uh, if you haven't noticed, but, so we're not going to be able to consult Elias right now. But yeah, I mean, he saved your guys' bacon multiple times with, like, the face step yeah, and the... No thinning out that tree guys and stuff so like you guys would be dead several times over without him no we're a hot mess like no denying it all right so what are you guys gonna do uh i mean i mean i mean in character violet would just think oh go to the mountains it makes sense in the moment for violet to just shrug and walk off back to the wheel because she doesn't i mean she's she's violet yeah yeah let's make some out of like character decisions here and everything okay all right Mm -hmm. if we're we're looking around for Allies, uh, a means to get the ship to fly, money, that was another thing, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. and what what else was it? Someone who knows how to bring those elements together. Right, okay, so if we're going to explore all our options, then I suppose we should probably go to the monastery. Maybe we'll find something, maybe we won't. So, are, do you think, do you just make that decision for Elias to say that like, he suggests it, or? No, I, uh, I, uh, well, we can say that, we can say that Drop suggested it. Okay. 
Drop says that it's it's kind of ridiculous that if he still has, you know, a place there and allies and if, if there's, you know, something there to be found, then they may as well investigate it because there's no sense in just assuming that everybody's already dead. Okay. We might still have to watch them die. <laughs> Great. Um, Violet gets the directions. She presses a bunch of fake buttons and uh, turns the wheel, which is like, probably the only thing that really does anything. And, <laughs> and then we go. Do you guys want to roll history for the Tiger Mountains? Because that's kind of the the thing to do before this, I guess. Uh, yes. Drop would get a drop would get advantage. I have minus two okay. history, so that's bad. Fourteen. Thirteen. I know nothing. Thirteen's fine. I rolled a five. I really know nothing. Violet somehow knows more than the rest. Now, because remember, you said that you were learning about humans from uh, encyclopedias. Right, right, that's true. Some of the information, a lot of the information is outdated. Apparently this was not. So what you guys know about the Tiger Mountains, I assume that because Drop spent a lot of his time in seclusion, that's probably why he doesn't have like more of a fuller picture. Mm -hmm. But it's this mountain range that goes pretty far east to west and civilizations at the foot of it, which are now underwater, both Drop's home and there was, uh, you know, goblin camps and stuff. Drop's home wasn't the only place that was lost. There's the monastery. Uh, the Lorelei region doesn't have a proper military. Basically, what happened is like the people who are in charge of most of the big civilizations, uh, like Mykonos and Bira and stuff, would send like tithes or whatever to, to a general fund, which they would use to pay the the orcs in the Tiger Mountains to kind of have a a military presence. So if Lorelei was like invaded by another kingdom or something, or if they needed someone to go out and for some reason and show force, that the orcs would go do that. But since civilization has fallen essentially all the people who made the decisions left they've been left to their own devices they're not getting payments they're just kind of left at, at the military base in the mountains so we've got a, like a chock full of orcs yeah that's basically what's going on cool all right let's kill them <laughs> the other thing you know is that there's um a pretty heavy blanket of like smoke and ash that covers a lot of the tiger mountains Chris. i mentioned this just just so, very very briefly when I gave you guys a rundown of the areas before, but like it's something that Drop could always see from the monastery. It's just like this blanket of smoke and ash over the tops of the mountains, and it gets you know better and worse sometimes. Mm, sometimes there's even smoke on the water. There it is. Da, 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 da. Now I have to pay Deep Purple. Yeah. Okay. So you guys are gonna head off towards the monastery. Cool. Let's do it. Violet, the second Violet steps on land, she says, I'm not the captain anymore. Someone else take charge. Oh, Leon, my sweet summer unicorn. <laughs> Those are the rules. You're not stepping directly from the boat onto land. I, I, don't, mean, I don't mean I'm like leaping. <laughs> we have to like... I know. I know what you mean. And I'm telling you, well, on your way there, you guys eventually, because it takes a couple of days to get there, okay. up ahead of you, you see like a thick blanket of aforementioned smoke and ash yeah. uh, obscuring the coastline so you actually can't quite see where you're supposed to be making landfall mm. can i use my special sailor powers to get a guesstimation of this so we don't crash or what like what do i roll for that to not kill us yeah if you want to make a vehicle proficiency check so d20 plus two i believe it's the proficiency bonus okay to try to e try to ease it in there so you don't just literally ram the whole ship onto shore and ruin the entire campaign yeah oh yeah sure well i will do that then. oh gosh 12 which is above average so you're easing it in gently just mm -hmm. easing it easing it and uh you're being very careful um <laughs> so you you see you notice an approaching object and you spin the wheel so you don't hit it but not so careful that you notice what the object is at first you're like oh rock or something uh but nope it is another ship <laughs> How how big a ship? Let's steal that one, too. <laughs> it is about the same size as your ship. You assume it's like a, a pretty similar model. Like, obviously, they don't have, like, factory productions, but the same basic type and speed, you assume. Also, as I said before, these type of ships are supposed to be manned by 20 to 30 people. You have seven mm -hmm. on board. I did. I saw somebody in the forum say, like, uh, a lot of expendable NPCs on the ship. And it's like, oh, dog, seven is not enough people to, to operate a ship. How many people are on the other ship? Well, as Violet spins the wheel to avoid hitting it, and you guys turn like broadside to broadside, you look across and you see uh, gnomes running across the ship, 
a lot, a lot of gnomes, in fact. And then you hear a projected voice, you assume magnified by magic, as someone calls out, This is Captain Coin of the SS Cyrica. Please lower your lower your sails and prepare to be boarded. Ah! Violet gives him like the meanest look. <laughs> like like this is this is not a thing that she's gonna allow to be to happen. Um we have we have don't we have like weapons? Like ship kill weapons? No, you guys have your harpoons. I I would uh, direct your attention to the roll twenty. Okay. If I if I were you. Okay. What do you guys see? It's fucking gnomes. Yeah, you guys see a lot of gnomes. Fucking gnomes. Yeah, fuck these guys. I see that there's a dude named Captain Coin. Yeah, that's for anyone who cares. C O Y N E. That's so. So like Wayne Coin. Uh, shockingly like Wayne Coin. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder uh, why. Gee. That's almost like that that follows some kind of weird theme that's been undercurrent, like, underrunning the entire campaign so far. It's like JoJo or something. I wish we had a, a undercurrent theme of you kissing my butt, Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I can't see the one that's Wayne Coin. Where am I, where am I coining? He's joking. <laughs> no, I, I get, I get, I get that, that it's not Wayne Coin. I mean, I don't know which one is Coin. It doesn't matter. I guess this one. I, okay. <laughs> I guess the one I'm moving, who is now, uh, I'm going to move one of them on the roll 20. Okay. You see that oh, guy? Oh, oh, it's him. Okay. Let's kill him first. How many How many feet would you say <laughs> away all these gnomes are from me? You can see precisely how many feet. The boxes on roll 20 are five feet. Oh, damn it. So your two ships are really close to each other. But too far for me to, to spell the whole fucking thing. Okay. Violet goes over to the harpoon. She's had enough of this shit. Um, mm-hmm. Can I point it at Wayne? I'm sorry, at Coin. <laughs> can I point it at Coin? Violet! The... Don't kill people! Alright, Violet says, back off, or you just threatened us, and I'm threatening you back, because I'm Captain Violet Skittles Unicorn of the Violet One, and I say, you go away. <laughs> How about that? You, wait, hold on. You're Captain Electro Diglett Nidoran Mankey? You shut up. <laughs> um, also, all of the gnomes who are at their stations swivel their harpoons to point at you. You guys are in the same type of boat, yeah. uh, same type of ship, so they have uh, just as many harpoons as you. Okay. Well, then, then I say, all right, well, look, here's the situation here. You all have harpoons, and we all have harpoons. If we all shoot our harpoons... Then a lot of us are going to die. So I feel like we're at a stalemate since we have similar ships and a similar amount of harpoons. Also, I know magic! Yeah, and we know magic. And I'm a fucking unicorn! I mean, actually, we're pointing like six harpoons at you and you're pointing one at us. So I don't know if you have as much- Everyone, every, all people on the ship get to heart to the harpoons. <laughs> if anyone moves, we're going to, we're going to shoot your- Unicorn full of harpoons. Motherfucker, you <laughs> You can't even you can't even get me on your ship. Look how big I am. I'm a I'm a unicorn. You That's a thought, bigger target. You haven't thought this through. How are you even gonna like do it? I it sounds like what you're trying to do is intimidate me. Are you gonna roll intimidation? Yeah, I, I sure as fuck am. Okay. I mean, I I wish that I I were Ronaldo right now because he can intimidate like motherfucker. Like, but my intimidation is just I have no I, all my good stuff is charisma in my head, mm-hmm. and it's not on my sheet anymore. Nope. I want to be clear for listeners: there's about twenty gnomes on this ship. They can see it. Uh, there's a lot. There's a lot. Yeah. A lot. A lot of these guys. Fifteen. That's a solid amount of intimidation. Violet. Violet says. Uh, 20 gnomes, uh, well, yeah. You don't know anything. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Vinny wants to roll intimidation, too, on the captain. Yeah, we're all intimidating. We're, we're, we're just, like, yeah. like, getting, we're, like, flexing and stuff. So Vinny's gonna yell, I can put tentacles in your mind if you don't leave us alone, and I rolled an 18. <laughs> Hell yeah, that's even better. I had a good one, and she had a great one. So we're ve- I feel like we're very intimidating right now. Drop, you want to, like, show your abs or something? Or, you know, do, like, glisten? Or something? <laughs> hey, um, Austin, Austin, first of all, I want to see if I can get a read on this Captain coin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, if, if there's, like, any indication of, of, like, what it is that he wants from us. So would that be insight? Yeah. 
I'm pretty sure he wants the boat. <laughs> Nine. Nine. I mean, you can't tell anything specifically, but you notice they're all wearing gold armor. Mm-hmm. They have spears, and they also have the same sails as you guys do. Mm. Right. Does the armor look reminiscent of, like, Glitter Gold Corporation stuff? A hundred percent. Okay. You do see, I mean, your guys' good intimidation rolls uh, kept them from firing on you immediately, but the captain waves over another guy who comes over, and they're, they're like, having, like, a little whisper meeting. <laughs> and from your perch drop, you can see that the mm. gnome the captain is talking to is wearing an eye patch. Oh shit! Did we meet anyone with an eye patch earlier? Because I feel like yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah. Um, you mean the guy who Ziggy Ziggy stabbed yeah. him right in the eye? Oh, cool, great. Uh, after their little conference, the captain looks up and says, "We, we don't want to hurt you, but in the name of the Glitter Gold Corporation, we cannot allow you to leave with their property. If you will exit your ship, we can leave. We can leave you unharmed." What makes you think this is a Glitter Gold ship? It says Violet One on it. <laughs> it's been painted. <laughs> So they should not be able to tell. Uh, she literally just painted over the words. The rest of it looks exactly <laughs> the same. You guys have made no attempt to disguise the ship. <laughs> Captain Coyne says, uh, the patented glitter gold super sails are a bit of a giveaway. Oh, you, oh, you have a patent on it? I didn't. I didn't That's our intellectual property. <laughs> okay. Vinny's going to roll persuasion. And I, oh, never mind. I was going to roll a six nope. to give it impassioned exactly. speech, but I just sputter about it. But, 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 uh, uh. Um, you see a, a couple gnomes are picking up, like, um, like boarding ramps and stuff. Oh, what the fuck? They seem to be planning to come aboard. Dad, what should we do? Actually, I had the, the NPCs kind of just uh, being quiet because they're looking to Violet. She is the captain of the ship and therefore has the authority to make the decisions. Violet says, can't we kick the boarding planks over? Then they'll shoot us. Yeah, there is that. Uh-oh, Skitch is back. Cool, bring him in. He's going to hate us. Please, now. God, help. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, this is actually adding a lot of flavor because not only is he going to save you in character, he's going to have to save you out of character <laughs> cool. by showing up bodily. Okay. Oh, um, Vi- Violet says, "Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm stepping away from the harpoon now," and she's sort of like, "I'm just gonna chill out by the wheel and stuff." Um, <laughs> is, is there, does Violet is a great sailor? Like that's that's like her main thing. Like, is, mm-hmm. does she have the ability to possibly make an attempt to get us the fuck out? Like, pull some Fast and Furious stuff like she did before. Um, I'm not going to say never, because obviously crits exist, <laughs> Yeah. but the thing is, their ship is the same as yours, so mm-hmm. it's like just as fast and just as well armored and stuff, so like mm-hmm. they'll, you, you're you not really going to be able to lose them without mm-hmm. like a crit or some kind of a create creativity. We've talked before about creative solutions, but if okay. you just try to like run, <laughs> they'll be right behind you. Okay. All right. Violet thinks better of it then, surprisingly. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. I imagine this is happening in like like bullet time, so I have a few seconds to think of something. Yeah. Oh, um, I have a great, I have a terrible idea. Um, we have those billows, right? That'll make us like go super fast. Not, not, not again. Not to get away from them, but it will like sudden give a sudden burst of speed. You, you do have those billows, yes. And Daddy's really strong. Okay. Um, Violet, Violet says, "You see this bird man over here? <laughs> if you don't, if you don't back off, we're gonna, we're gonna ram your ship, and then nobody's gonna have any ships." So how about that? So then you'll have to go tell the Glitter Gold Company, oh, not only did we not get that ship, we don't have any ship. Yeah. So how about that? And she's crazy. She'll do it. (laughs) Oh, I'm crazy and I'm getting crazier. Is that intimidation or deception? I guess the difference is do you actually intend to follow through? I don't know. (laughs) While you're thinking of that, Skitch is just in the call. Skitch, start up your recording software and get in here. They're about to kill your character. I'm going to say it's intimidation because Violet is is considering it, but she mm-hmm. probably she feels like she might not do it either. Okay, I I, I might need a little getting up to speed here. Austin, <laughs> <laughs> you're the DM. You you explain what 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 terrible things we're doing. The Tiger Mountains have a, a covering of ash and smoke. Um, and they were obscuring the shoreline. Violet drove into it and came across a glitter gold ship, and they were now in aggressive negotiations, which is to say they're pointing harpoons at each other, um, and it's not going great. They outnumber us. There's 20 of them, and there's like seven people on our ship, 
So, mm-hmm. and they have, you know, basically they, they kind of outgun us, but Violet is basically like trying to pull like a, a crazy thing. And she says, you know, she's just said that if they don't back off, we're going to have Cardinal Stab Daddy press on the billows and ram their ship. And then nobody's going to have any goddamn ships. And I have to roll intimidation to get them. I mean, I we already scared them a little because we had good intimidation rolls. Hmm. Okay, where is Elias at the moment? Elias wakes up from a nap. <laughs> so our, our our ships are side by side. Is that right? What I'm what I'm guessing from this um, correct diagram that you got right here. Now um, the sails. Would it be conceivably possible for me to like run along a mast and I don't know use my acrobatic skills to get to their mast? Of course. Uh, are there any gnomes up in like the crow's nest? Yeah, there's one. There's one up in the crow's nest? Yeah, this guy. Snap his neck. If I made it to the other mast, would it be possible for me to, with my sword, oh, I don't know, fuck up their rigging? Um, I mean, you could try. I saw Mythbusters on that, and honestly, it's not in your favor. <laughs> <laughs> but you could try. I, I, I want to say that although this is a great plan, I did uh, do my billow intimidation, and I had a really solid number there. And if Vinny's yelling in support, can she also roll intimidation? Sure. I rolled an... Oh, I rolled a nine. All right, well, we'll go with my 16. Uh, I was going to propose something that I was going to do to help out Violet, actually. Elias wakes up from his nap and comes up upstairs and is like, What did you do? Um, <laughs> I, I leave for five seconds. I only trance for four hours, you fucking goofs. The, what, I'm, what happened is Elias sees what's going on, sees Violet trying uh, to intimidate them, and basically sort of points a hand out towards Violet, um, out from a from seeming nowhere, a magpie sort of manifests into existence. This is before the roll that Leo's doing happens. That's fair, I guess. Uh, the magpie flies over, lands behind Violet's head, and then casts prestidigitation uh, to cause sort of like a seeming additional little flume of flames. Uh, not necessarily an actual one, but sort of the illusion of one, uh, because you do little effects like that with presentation. Uh, sort of bursts up from around Violet in an attempt to aid and grant advantage on the skill check. I feel like with my two like really solid intimidation rolls, 15 and 16, and magic fire birds, that they, they should be a little scared of me right now. Yeah, I mean, he gave you advantage. Do you want to roll that again? I can try. I mean, I don't know if it's going to go higher than that, but I will certainly try. Well, well. The, the exact same thing. So still, I mean, if you want to look at it a certain way, now it's not just 16, but it's like, it's really 16. So, it's the most 16. It's so good. Drop, did you want to do anything? I'm going to sneak along to the edge of the mast. So I'm going to make a stealth check, okay? Yeah, I'm into it. <laughs> No. Nine. It's not, it's not the worst. The gnome in the crow's nest on the other ship sees you and uh, also climbs out onto his spear in hand. Snap his neck. Do it. I mean, they're still on opposite. They'd have to make <laughs> one of them would have to jump to get to the other one. Like Steven, yeah. like get all Steven Seagal and just like all the way around. If I if I do that, guys, then it's on. Yeah. All right. All right. But right. well, before before it's on, I want to. I'm asking Austin. Like like we we're intimidating as fuck right now. Like what does Coin do after my my fire speech or whatever? I mean, he definitely seems He doesn't seem confident anymore. But he says like we we can't just let you go. We we're you know proud glitter gold. We we serve our company and our god, and we can't just let. I mean, we give you if you surrender, you'll be treated well. We'll put you. We get you know three hot meals a day. Uh, you won't be tortured. It's pretty good. Okay. Of all the dungeons to be in, glitter gold dungeons pretty nice. I'm ready for a fight. No. So I'm just I'm just throwing that out there. I'm not saying this in character. <laughs> this is me out of character saying like I'm I'm ready to like oh, get god. my character killed and just like watch everything burn. So. Okay, so so Vinny's gonna say, can we can we talk? Like, we don't want to hurt you. We we just we have things we need to do, and obviously we don't want to hurt you because I wouldn't have fixed your face the best I could with my tiny hands. Oh, that's not that's not the captain. Oh, that's the other guy. That, right? Where's he? Where's he? Is he around that guy? That's a di- that's a different one. Yeah, we wouldn't have fixed that guy with my tiny hands. 
if if we wanted to hurt you guys, we just this is important. We have to we have to stop the black hearts and save everybody. So why don't you just pretend that you didn't see us and you can catch us later, maybe if you need to, but you shouldn't. And I'm in a real persuasion now. Mm-hmm. And I rolled a twelve. That's good, Johnny. I just I'm, I'm sorry, uh, Austin. I just want to say, like, I feel like the fact that we're doing really great, like, good cop, bad cop right now should mm-hmm. like maybe influence your decision about whether or not they want to back down. And also, a twelve is a, is a pretty above above average roll right there too. So. Yeah, it's okay. He says, uh, if you if you cut your sails down and hand them over, we'll let you leave. But we need the, we need those sails. Yeah, but then we're stuck. That's, I mean, look, <laughs> life is hard. <laughs> Stuff all over, bro. How um, come you guys get to go and we don't? What makes you guys so special? Because you got a better job? That seems like some bullshit, sir. <laughs> and that is one of the perks of working for Glittergold, yeah, and being in the service of Garl. He's a pretty cool god. I recommend it highly. My god's cooler! Your god is a lie. Um, I don't say that. That's just me. Uh, being a jerk. <laughs> My god could beat up your god. Um, Johnny, like, let's kill people. No! So, <laughs> if you're... <laughs> anybody, anybody have any better ideas? Oh, I, I, those were all my ideas, and I feel like I, I rolled pretty well, but I'm done now. Alright, so, are you gonna give us your sales? Hold on, let us think about it! <laughs> Alright, Johnny, I'm, Johnny I'm hit it. over, guys. Do this thing. No, it's on. Okay. Alright, so I'm gonna make an acrobatics check to leap over to the other mast here. This is gonna be great. 18. Hell yeah! Yeah, you do a, f- a fucking sweet side flip, and you actually catch the gnome off guard. He's so impressed and surprised. So if you want to get mm-hmm. an advantage on him, okay, let's do it. Pull out, pull out his heart. Jesus. Ooh. Advantage twenty one. Hell yeah! Yeah, you do a sweet flip, and you run over. You have your sword, I assume. Yeah. All right. You want to roll damage on that? That is a hit. Okay, six. I'm going to take the opportunity to pop a flurry of blows as well. Mm-hmm. First one is a six, critical miss. <laughs> oh. Uh, so the second one uh, is an eight. Yeah, so you run, you flip onto his mast, you slash him, and then you go to punch him, and he actually deflects and drop, uh, almost loses his, his footing and goes over. Can you make me a dexterity saving throw? Uh-oh. Dexterity saving throw. Yeah, for the crit fail. Yeah. 23. Ooh. Oh, yeah. You, you like start to fall and then you just like drop, grab, yeah, drop, drop drops mm-hmm. and grabs hold and like swings back up perfectly. Cool. I guess we're going to roll initiative now, huh? <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Violet, Violet says, Cardinal stab daddy, ram the ship. Wait, dad, no, hold on. I have a plan. This is not a good idea. Oof. Oh gosh. It's popping off in a big way. Yeah. This is not going to go well. I mean, I, I, I love it, but. Uh, and uh, and also, I'm going to note, I have to roll initiative for my magpie separately, because it's actually a discrete <laughs> character that needs to have his own turns in combat. So okay. I get plus one to this, so... Okay. Fifteen! Not bad. I get a four. Seven for Elias. All of us get to go before Austin. Uh, good, I guess. The magpie... The magpie goes on twenty. Okay. So, so we all go before Austin. The bird goes... Wait, the bird goes first. Yep. All right. Awesome. Magpie, Johnny, Leon, Lauren, Austin? Uh, mine's on seven, yes. And Job's is on 20. Okay. I have a question. Yes. Um, These harpoons, if, for example, I don't know, Violet leapt from our uh, our ship to their ship, do their harpoons turn all the way around? No, they cannot, they cannot be swiveled in such a way as to shoot the ship they're attached to. Understood. That's That's kind of a thing I wanted to know. All right, thank you. It's not my turn yet. I just wanted to know that for future reference. I guess it's the magpie's turn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's do it. 20 on 7. Begin. How far away is drop away from us, roughly? I mean, he's on the other ship, so pretty far. All right. For the time being, Job will fly over and land on Elise's shoulder for the time being, just to just in preparation of some other things. And that'll be what he does for now. So, Johnny? All right. Um, attacking the, uh, the gnome... In front of me again. Cool. Murder him. Murder the gnome. Uh, 15? Yep. That's a hit? Yep. Okay. So that's 1d6 and 3. Uh, that's 9 damage. Yeah. 
I don't know if I'm going to pop my Flurry of Blows again, but I am going to use my Martial Arts to attack him one more time, just with my uh, regular Fisticuffs. Sounds good. All right. And Ooh. that's 21. Oof. Uh, and that's a 1d4 plus 3. That motherfucker's got to be dead. And that's 6 damage. I mean, you, you swung back up onto it. You guys crossed blades, and then you basically, like, stabbed him one arm, and then as he, like, looked at it, you punched him in the face, and he slips, falls and splatters on the deck. Drop, you are the first murderer of Dice Funk Season 2. I thought Violet was because she killed that robot. Yeah. Do robots count? We had some discussion about that. You were the first flesh murderer. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. You have murdered a flesh, Drop. Uh, that, that dude is dead. Cool. Drop still feels kind of sad, but he's not sure if he feels any more sad. Okay. Um, I have a question for Austin. Oh like yeah, a f- physics question. Um, oh my, my ability to charge. I mean, uh-huh. I'm I should be able to charge, but there's like a th- there's like water in the way. Can I jump as I'm charging, or is that not okay? I wanted to know before I just started to do shit. Yeah, of course. I mean, you'll have to jump. It'll be an athletics check. You'll get advantage of that on that if you're in a rage. You should be pretty fine, but you conceivably could fail, and you will be able to carry you through your momentum because you're like flying through the air. Okay, what is the first thing I need to roll? Because you said a bunch of things. Athletics. Athletics check to get over. Yeah. Are you popping your rage? I'm turning on the rage switch. She's mm-hmm. super rage. She's not going to frenzy yet because she doesn't know yet, but she's, she is raging. Uh, athletics mm-hmm. is plus four, so that's probably a good thing. She. Oh, by the way, she's aiming towards coin. Like, she feels like she has, like, vampire rules in her head. Like, if she kills the Dracula, they'll all stop. <laughs> All right, athletics check. Six, not great. Oh no, that was this is the one check you really should not have fucked. I know. You got advantage though, right? Oh, okay. Because you're raging. Oh, okay. You really, you cannot afford a six. Please get higher. Please. I'm gonna try. Seventeen. Oh, thank God. Yeah, this just went from a total party kill to uh, conceivably winnable. Yeah. To a party main. <laughs> All right. Yeah, you get a running angry start, and you leap over the distance between the two ships, and um, Coin is at the edge. Are you impaling him on your way down? I'm going to murder this motherfucker. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, this guy is toast. All right, so, um, so but, I still, do I, I still, but I still need to roll to actually hit him, though, right? Correct. All right, okay, I just wanted to make sure. Okay, so I get plus four to that, because that's just my attack bonus. Please die. Oh, Tw- oh. I crit! I crit! I fucking oh, crit, no. and and I mean I don't even know if I have to roll for this, but <laughs> I will anyway. Oh, four fuck. plus. Hold on, forty-six plus plus. I hope I'm doing this right. Oh my god. So that's eight, which is not great actually. But then I get my other thing. Uh, hold on. Wow, that's a that's a very poor roll on the damage there. Yeah, that was that that could have been like devastating, but it was only uh thirteen, which is still I think pretty fucking graphic yeah i mean you make a running leap over the distance between the boats and you come down and you just fucking impale their leader i i want to say i want to say one more thing you have to make a, a, a strength to save or fall and since you're on the edge i feel like if you fail this like if you get less than 12 you're going over that you're going over the edge and bleeding that's actually not true because i would fall prone and not be moved to square <sighs> but i i do like where your head's at let me roll this <sighs> is that a save? Shut, that's yeah. It is twelve. You have to stre- roll a. Uh, it's a twelve strength roll. So you like literally just made it. So you come down. I guess you like you catch him in the shoulder and you're like through him and he grabs onto you and you guys are like in a death struggle now. <laughs> Holy shit! R- 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 I, talking as a free action, so Violet says, "Tell your people to give up or you're going to die. I have a horn through you and I am a unicorn." intimidation I, I i will and i feel like and i'm just gonna throw this out there i feel like mm-hmm. i can get some kind of advantage to intimidation because i'm in him <laughs> also his men are raining from the sky around him right so can i get advantage to this intimidation since i'm inside of him yes okay that's i feel like that's fair eight which is not great but i get two roll again 12 which is good but not amazing Oof, hoofa doofa I'm in him, Austin. I'm inside him. <laughs> Stop it! No. Sketch, it's your turn. Do you want to do anything? Yeah. Elise is going to run up to over here. 
to the edge here uh, with uh, anybody mm-hmm. still in tow. Uh, reach out a hand, say a few things, and then cast sleep towards well, as many of the gnomes he can cast a spell to at. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's a sleep is a little bit weird, but I'm going to roll the d- dice for right now. I believe it's 5d8. Mm-hmm. Ooh. So basically, what that means is there's it, from starting with a person with the least amount of hit points, it causes people to fall asleep until those until that dice is spent out, and that's within 20 feet here is where I'm aiming at. All right, the gnome closest to the the edge falls asleep and falls over. Mm. Cool. Lauren? Okay. I'm going to cast uh wait, okay, so I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna cast invisibility on myself. And then that's it. <laughs> For now. <laughs> okay, cool. I think uh Ziggy is gonna cast magic missile and just start like submachine gunning gnomes. <laughs> yeah, kill my guy. Kill, kill finish off my guy. You owe me. Wait, are you okay? Hold on, this is important. Yeah. Are you trying to murder this man, or are you trying to intimidate him by like mowing down a bunch of his people while you have him at his <sighs> him at your mercy? Think carefully. <sighs> Pilot really wants him to be murdered, but um, <laughs> no, no, you know what? You know what? I, I don't. She can't even see what the frogman is doing anyway. She's like, she's in. She's her head is like against the guy, so she wouldn't really be able to. So the frogman is going to shoot who the frogman shoots. All right, so he's yeah, he just submachine guns a bunch of gnomes unrelated to you. Okay. Shoot, frogman, shoot. <laughs> Joan, I'm gonna say she casts a gray of frost maybe at a gnome, and Kay fires off an arrow. He actually is using a, a great bow. He has like a really big quiver. His arrows are bigger than yeah, normal does. arrows. Um, there's this kind of like <laughs> archer stereotype of them being like Legolas skinny, mm-hmm. but like. Old old timey bows are actually really hard to pull back, so you need to be really strong to do so. He's my muscle mm-hmm. bro. He's the most muscle bro. But yeah, so Leon, you've gored this guy. You have yeah. him. There's a dead splattered friend. One of his soldiers was put to sleep and dropped into the ocean, presumably to drown. People around him are being, you know, stabbed by magic missiles and frozen where they stand. It's not great. Yeah. And so he like he falls to one knee and says, "Fine, fine. We'll get we'll get you another time." Put down all your weapons and we'll and and go below deck. Go all, all you go below deck first, and then we'll go back on our ship, and then we'll just leave you alone. And throw the weapons overboard. Yeah, like like litter. Yeah, just chuck them. And okay, please. <laughs> you end your threat with please. Well, you know she's she's not used to this. So the, yeah, there's a, a scene of you guys disarming them and throwing their weapons overboard. I think they retrieve the man who fell overboard, which is good for him. There's only the one, uh, one casualty, I believe. And uh, the other one I stabbed, I guess, will not bleed out. So okay, yeah, only one person had to die. Only one gnome. You you know force them below deck, and uh, Violet, you're looking down the stairs as they're all like huddled there, you know, scared and defeated. And Captain Coin looks up at you and he says. We're going to get you, horse. Oh. Violet says, I am a unicorn. Damn you, unicorn. It's better. <laughs> Insult me correctly. <laughs> <laughs> Insult you correctly. All right, so you guys, uh, you just leaving them below deck and you jump back onto your ship and you guys take off again? Yeah, let's go to the mountains. Maybe we should not go to the mountains and go somewhere where they don't think we're going and come back later. It's up to you. Right now, you guys can go to the monastery or you can go to the military camp and neither are within sight of this battleground, so they're not going to like immediately find you. And remember, uh, you're going to leave people behind who will then okay. navigate the ship sure. away. Okay. Yeah, I mean, if we bar them below deck and, <clears throat> I don't know, maybe cut a couple of ropes on our way out or something like that, then... Um... Yeah. Yeah, do you want to do that? Yeah, let's, let's basically hobble them and then we leave and go to the mountains, like, carefully. Yeah, Skitch, when you were gone, they decided to stop by Drops Monastery, even though it's a little out of the way. Mm-hmm. So I think this episode's going to end with you guys leaving the hobbled glitter gold ship behind. And then there's going to be a scene from shore, like as you guys come in and you see the monastery up on a cliff. Mm-hmm. It's uh, closer to the water than the last time Drops saw it. It's like on the cliff side, but that cliff is getting closer to ground level because of the water. Right. And um, you guys are all looking at over it. You know, some of you are bruised and battered. I'm still invisible. <laughs> yeah, you pop back into existence. 
I don't know what the look on Drop's face is. This is the first time any of you have taken a like a human life. Yeah, how how, how does Drop look? I mean, Violet, Violet looks over to him. I mean, generally he looks pretty pale. <laughs> right. Like it, I don't I don't think you guys can tell a difference. Fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. Violet does have blood all over her head. Vinny's sniffling a bunch, like crying. It's pretty rough. Violet gets back uh, on the wheel and said, Captain Violet to the rescue. And then she presses a bunch of fake buttons and goes. Hey, so can Vinny take uh, Stab Daddy aside? Uh, sure, I guess. Okay. Hey, hey, Dad. Uh, yes, Vinny? C- can we talk alone for a little bit, please? I, uh, sure, what do you need? Oh, Dad, I'm just, oh... That was really scary. I'm really upset. I have to say, I'm a bit surprised by your friends and their, uh, violence? Yeah, I did not see that coming. I mean, Ziggy did stab a dude in the face, but, like, it was to protect me, so... And Violet did stab a doctor. And Violet did stab several people. Which which of your friends have not committed a just a grievous stabbing? <laughs> Elias has. Okay. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I don't know. We should ask him about that. He doesn't seem very stabby. Oh, oh that, I mean, that was Austin. Oh. <laughs> but it, it, it can be. It can be Cardinal Stab Daddy. <laughs> the great thing about Kenku is they have complete control over the voice. Yeah. So they can sound like anything and it's all totally internally consistent. <laughs> that voice all the time, all day, 24-7. <laughs> I think actually the one thing they can't do is make new sentences in common, but I've... My Kenku can. In the Dice Funko verse, they can. Nice. I, I'm bending the fiction to my whims. But anyway, I'm not sure I approve of uh, the crowd you're hanging out with. Well, they're, they're, they're good people. They've kept me alive. And they mean good. Well. <laughs> they mean well. Shut up, Dad. <laughs> can we... Uh, out of character talk about how close that came to breaking so so bad we've had a couple times where characters came close to getting shot by you know sea monsters or crushed by trees but like drop was literally one roll from splattering oh my god i know like a fly on a windshield and violet if she had i mean luckily she got advantage on that jump but she would have missed it she would have died she can swim so she wouldn't have died outright but then it's 20 on three I can't, I know, I was, I was like, why, no, no, stabbing, please, no, and then stabbing, <laughs> so much stabbing. I mean, r- really what saved you guys, at least in the way you approached it, was Violet's uncompromising commitment to violence, because it really true. backed up the intimidation rules. That's true. But I, I, I'm not going to, like, fudge the dice if you guys do, like, I would have killed Drop if he had failed that dexterity saving oh throw. Oh my gosh, that would have been <laughs> insane. It would have been, but I'm, yeah, so I'm not, like, super interested in running a meat grinder, but, like, I'm not gonna deus ex machina you guys out of... Right. Like, if you jump off a cliff, you're going off a cliff. Anyway, so with uh, this side conversation, is there anything particular you're trying to get at with, hey, I know you just met my friends and they seem nice, one of them is consumed by bloodlust, and one of them is uh, kind of a sad murderer? I think um, Vinny wants comfort and a little guidance. Mm-hmm. Like how she should approach slash handle this. Well, I mean, you have me, and uh, that Elias kid seems like he has a good head on his shoulders. Although he did sleep through half of that confrontation. Uh, and and he's been a little different lately. Mm, yeah, he's hanging out with that uh that scary lady. What's the, I, what's the deal there? I really there? like her, Miss Joan, but I think she lied to us about who she was, and I don't think he said anything to her about it, and I don't know what to do. It seems like we might have some uh, some choices to make coming up here soon, Vinny. Yeah, I just wish it that we were friends like we used to be. Remember when he showed up in the village? Wah, 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 wah. <laughs> he was such a sweet boy. Wah, 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 wah. That's the flashback music. I mean, were all your friends nice when you met them, and it's this journey that has changed them? And like, how well did you? How well do you actually know Violet? Not that well. We met on a boat, which wasn't that long ago, so, you know, you know. I mean, you call these people your friends, but I I don't think you actually know much about them. I mean, who knows what secrets they could be keeping about, you know, about themselves or about anything. 
big thanks to Overclock Remix, both for our theme song, Thunderstruck, an arrangement of Windmill Hut from The Legend of Zelda, and Dream Eater Mix, an arrangement of Lavender Town from Pokemon. Executive producers for the month of August 2016 are Joseph Tombrello, Kirsten Haslinger, Ingmar Gremmen, Jade, The Cult of Gorfanax, Extellaris, King Waza, Allison Ansel, Luke Powers, Tarka, Michael Goodell, Wayne Witzke, Brent, Neil, Trenton, Melanie Joe, Lana Seawolf, Toby Gleason Stack, Silken Guns, Matthew Weber, Emmanuel Garcia, Sarah Hanley, Melissa Booker, Keith Snyder, Cameron Abbas, Ariel Badger Release, Zenith Will Rule, Exley, Gary Zayon, Dash on the Rage Monster, Carl, Harrison Andrew, Paul Mullen, Jorit, Viger Arnston, Anna Stolfar, Dylan, Giorgio Renna, Christopher Charlo, Cody Jackson, August Rue, Mirren Bati, and Taylor Hoyt. You can support the show directly by becoming a patron at patreon.com slash You can support Leon by going to patreon.com slash renegadecut or subscribing to his YouTube channel. And you can support Lauren directly by visiting her Etsy shop, to which you can find a link in her Twitter profile. If you want to help indirectly, you could always like, comment, subscribe, or review us wherever you found the show, or just tell a friend.